What do I want? It's a question that everyone eventually has to ask themselves. The key motivator for every action taken. The cause behind every effect. So, what do I want? I want to go to a sporting event in every major venue. I want to grow within my relationships with my friends and my family. I want the freedom to create without the fear of failure. I want to dream without being hindered by reality. I want to chase new passions, new experiences, and new goals. I want old milk to branch out of the box and try new things. I'm accomplishing some of these goals right now, and I know what I need to do to achieve the rest of them. However, the one thing you should take away from this commercial is, I want you to buy old milk merch. I'm always okay. Okay. Cause never good, never bad. What's gonna call okay. it? <laughs> uh your your second quarterback got knocked out of the game. Don't care. I re- Bailey's happy forever. <laughs> <laughs> I regret to inform you that that's the case, but I, I think that if you weren't paying attention in the group chat, someone had to tell you. So I, I'm glad no, it came I, for me. No, um, I saw it already. My I text my uncle pretty much for like 10 years now mm-hmm. every play of every Patriots game which is <laughs> it's disgusting and my aunt one time was like yeah he legit texts you like way more than he ever talks to me and I was like hey that's my guy what Brady the 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 relationships that Brady and Belichick helped cultivate oh for real <laughs> I mean when I was when I was like a little kid we would be at his I'd be at his house for like you know whatever mm-hmm. and it was like a party trick we would just sit there and I, I, I was like five and he, I would be able to name like he would go like roster number and like say every number. And I could like I knew every player and all these like people were like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with this kid? <laughs> Why is he watching football instead of Caillou? Go. I, oh, I was watching Caillou, too. Don't worry. I, I, I hated a... I hated Mr. Rogers, though, because he was on right before Caillou. Uh-huh. And I was like, nah, let's get Wait, you hated Mr. Rogers. Yeah, but only hate Mr. Before, Rogers. Only because when you're when you're in preschool or whatever, a toddler, those those half hour feels like a oh, yeah. half a year. It's an eternity. So I'm waiting. I'm waiting for those twenty two minutes and eight minutes of commercials to get get out of here, so I can get Caillou on the screen. Nah, I I think um, first of all, have you seen this new Barney documentary that's coming out? No, I've seen that it's coming out, but uh, yeah, it looks insane. I might watch it. <laughs> it does. Uh, my brothers, my brothers were big, big Barney guys. Barney guys, yeah, big Barney guys. And then I wasn't. I hated it. Yeah, I don't know why, but like somehow I, I hated it. And but they were into it, so it was it was on. I can't believe though. Yeah. I can't believe that there's gonna be <laughs> scandal from Barney. Purple dinosaur. Talk about how purple. I think that one of the lines in the trailer was like, some people say purple means love, but in something else like scandal. I don't know. It was it was a nice little flip there, but Barney real... Barney was Barney was double cupped up on set. <laughs> yeah, he was future before future. Don't ask me what's in my cup. 
clean up. Uh nah, Sesame Street was the was the was the show. Sesame Street and Arthur. Arthur. Arthur, Arthur for sure. That 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 was a good show. Um except I was telling you, I was a sicko though. I was watching Sports Center at like three and a half. <laughs> you got the good you got the good uh version of Sports Center now. Nobody's now nobody's watching Sports Center unless it's for a Drake album announcement. And even then, that's like by coincidence. Or to watch oh, wow. J. Cole highlights. Get them J. Cole highlights. Cole. Jermaine. 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 Cole. 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 <laughs> anyway, <laughs> this is the Cat Podcast <laughs> episode 322. Welcome back. Thank you for watching. I'm Nate Sperl, and that is Taylor McLeod. Thank you for watching on YouTube and listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Stitcher, and more. Do us a favor, hit the like button, and subscribe to the channel. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Old Milk Media. Um, check out the Old Milk Spins plays on Spotify and YouTube. And check out all the Old Milk content on OldMilk.co. That being said, um, Taylor, I haven't talked to you since a quarterback, like in the span of a quarterback. So how are you doing? I really can't complain. I got the blinds up so i have some natural light today a lot of time i have to manufacture some lighting but it's real good i got both blinds up normally i just have one window but i got both windows completely open one of them's open letting the breeze in i can't what is there to complain about really (laughs) an embarrassment of riches uh i'm good i still have my super powerful kitchen light on which is honestly this is probably the best kitchen light i've ever seen but shout out to you you do you do really good work um yeah that being said today we are talking about kid cuddy um intergalactic what he has teased to be the finale in his music career um on the zane low show he said that he was done with music which well that remains to be seen logic said that he was done at one point and jay-z has said that he was done numerous times and Lil uzi said that he was done so many rappers have said that they're done with music and then they come back so um i guess as i said before we'll see um, Drake said he was gonna retire at 35. Now he's 35 with a face tat. You see, <laughs> I mean, it's better than that heart in his hair that he was running around with trying to make cool. Oh, which get it. Taylor, Taylor, be honest. Did you think about it? <laughs> Did I think about what putting a heart in your hair, being no, a certified I, lover boy? No, I my <laughs> we're not gonna talk about my hair. My hair's on the comeback though. I've been treating it better. I've been doing some real. Real TLC for my hair. Oh yeah, no, the hair is I'm very only important. wearing hats. I'm only wearing hats on the show now. Oh yeah, like, I used oh. to be hat all the time, oh. whatever. And then these these headphones actually they have this rubber, rubber, you know, like the whatever. A little cushion. Yeah, but it's not a cushion. It was ripping my hair out for a oh. long time. Yeah, which is crazy. So like I had this like band on my head <laughs> where it's like you could. It was like the indent permanently, and then it started. Like yeah, but I don't know. It you it you sucks. had a you had a inverse mohawk the wrong way. Yeah, it was like a a mind like a negative sign. <laughs> As a way, yeah. um, Kid Cudi, fifty tracks, <laughs> forty six minutes long, <laughs> featuring Ty Dolla Sign, Two Chains, Don Tolliver, Steve. Yeah, Aoki, you can call it and- fourteen. I'm not listening to any song about Joe Burrow. No, get that out of my face. No. <laughs> <laughs> and dot the genius um this was also released with his netflix series intergalactic which i'm not going to watch because i'm not paying for netflix anymore um at least until they start making shows that have replay value but that's a different story for a different day um 
Taylor, what did you think about Kid Cudi's Intergalactic? So, Kid Cudi's obviously an interesting artist to talk about because, like, when you and I were in middle school, I feel like he had a pretty, like, really good reputation in terms of, like, he made Day and Night, he made Soundtracks in My Life, he made Pursuit of Happiness, and he was just, he was Kid Cudi, you know yeah. what I'm like? Like, and it, there was, there was something to that. And then obviously the 2010s were seemingly relatively unkind to him in terms of just stuff going on in his life. And that, that the acceptance of experimental music really wasn't there until more recently. And then you have Kids See Ghosts in 18. So you get all the Kanye stands who didn't even know Kid Cudi's been on good music forever. Or they they know it, but they don't know what that means. Like they weren't, they don't hear Christian Dior denim flow. They're not, you know what I mean? Like they didn't have the music industry literacy to understand. Yeah, so they don't. And now it's like now Cuddy and Kenny Ye are on bad terms, and obviously we saw what happened in in Miami, like with with fans throwing bottles at him and everything. So I my opinion on Kid Cuddy is it's always been kind of like he is what he is. He's an important part of everything, but I, like I, I haven't really listened to his music since I was in middle school, like early high school. So coming into this, I didn't necessarily have high expectations. I didn't have low expectations. And then knowing that he had said that this, this is going to be the end of his journey. I was kind of conflicted about what that means, but listening to this, I think it, if it is the end, I think it's a very good ending for him. I think this is a, sonically pretty pleasing project to listen to and i think we're seeing what it means for kid cutty to be at his best in his late 30s as opposed to his early 20s where he's he's really like i think some of these songs especially in the first half and towards the back towards the end are very very nice to listen to and they have just like they're just nice and that's like the best way for me to put it is that they're nice and i like them and if this is the end, I think this is a good way to go out for Kid Cudi. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I agree. I think that a lot of the songs here sound good sonically. Um, I think I have a internal conflict of how much does Kid Cudi play a role in that? Um, I don't think I walk away from any of these songs thinking wow, Kid Cudi did an amazing job. If Kid Cudi was not on this song and it was just a beat, then this song would be trash or like Kid Cudi carried the song. Like I don't really feel that way about his performance. I think that he compliments the beat for sure. But in terms of this is a hip hop podcast and what I'm expecting out of hip hop artists is to take control of the beat. He doesn't really do that much. Um, But at the same time, Perhaps if he tried to do that, he it may have been a worse off product. But at the same time, it's Kid Cudi, again, one of the more experimental artists. So you kind of expect him to understand how to take control, but at the same time, just do enough in the same way you have, um, for lack of a better comparison, like Playboy Cardi on a lot of those Playboy Cardi songs. He doesn't really do much either, but you notice his presence. And you could say that it's mostly the beat that gives you the enjoyment from those songs. But again, like you understand what Playboy Cardi is trying to do and you understand the moments that he takes control 
of the beat and the moments that he just lets the beat ride and he just allows himself to take a back seat to it. And I just think that Kid Cudi kind of took a back seat for most of the album here. And yeah, that that's really my impressions of it. Yeah. I think that's an interesting way to put it. And I also don't necessarily think it's a bad thing. And I yeah. think there is something to be said for artists who understand, not artists, musicians who understand that sometimes the music should be the front man of the operation. Because some, like Kid Cudi obviously played a ma major part in choosing what instrumentals he was going to use here. And sometimes it is about getting out of the way. And I think the thing that has always skewed Kid Cudi for me is the way certain fans try to tell me that he is the one driving everything and he is like he's the one influencing everything and he is the one and and i'm sure Yo. like i'm sure that there are so many artists out there who have taken something from kid cuddy and so many artists have admitted to it even artists he's beef with have admitted to it like kanye has obviously sung his praises for decades and drake has regardless of you know the the subliminals in 2016 are not so subliminals in 2016 has talked about the influence of Kid Cudi. So I'm not denying it. It's the way that, especially from 2018 until now, that so many people have tried to tell us that that Kid Cudi is like the <laughs> Yo, one driving you. this. And like he is, like he's amazing at picking the music he wants to use. And sometimes there is, there's greatness in that. And yeah. obviously a lot of people make fun of him for the humming and being like, that's your best thing. But if 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 this is showing us what the future of Kid Cudi is and, and musically, because I don't think he's ever going to be done making music. You see a lot of mm -hmm. these people who can't help themselves like music is how they create, how they communicate. And if if this is going to go in more of a direction where he's helping put audio to visuals, I think that's a perfect thing because I think Kid Cudi has a mastery of understanding how things are supposed to sound and how they're supposed to affect you like angel on this album is amazing really like really i good. love that and he does a great job of like his singing is he's he's a good enough singer where he can like do a lot of things but it's not overpowering it doesn't steal the show and like there's something to be said for that so i think a lot of the criticism that kid cuddy gets is because fans always are trying to tell you <laughs> like like they treat him like he's like Jay-Z and like it's just not. And that's fine. No, no one else is Jay-Z. Jay-Z is Jay-Z. There's not, there's only one. And so I think that's where things start to get convoluted. And there's also something to be said for people who, you know, listen to him and say, yo, he saved my life. Yeah. Like there's something to be said for that. I think mm -hmm. he makes incredible music that like touches people and, and hits people in a way that other artists might not be capable of, or it's different. But like you said, hip-hop podcast and for me like hip-hop is my favorite genre i'm i'm always looking for like i'd rather listen to like freddie gibbs and boldy james and benny the butcher than i would to kid cuddy so for me it's not my taste i understand like but i understand it and i understand why people love it i just it's like after years of being told that like he he's just as good as even kanye at rapping it's like what do we what are, what are we, we talking doing? about <laughs> what are we doing here um, yeah, he's an incredibly talented artist but like yeah and that's that's good i think his i think his legacy is so interesting because he was one of the at least in our lifetimes he was or like our music listening lifetimes he was one of the first um experimental artists but i don't really know where to place him legacy wise like when we look around we could 
we talked about it last podcast, Kendrick, Drake, J. Cole, um, throwing YG in there just because that's that was the topic of our last podcast. Um, we know where to put those artists. When you look at artists like Chief Keef and um, Future, like you understand their place, Young Thug as well, their place in kind of adapting what mainstream hip hop is today. Kid Cudi kind of falls um, more towards the Chief Keef, Young Thug, Future side of things, but I don't know if I really place him in that same category with those three artists. No, and that, like the the thing is, is like that's fine. Yeah, that's that's where I I've always been is like that. He Kid Cudi is Kid Cudi. There isn't another Kid Cudi. Like, like sure we can talk about the influence and but there's no one artist that I'm like, oh yeah, that's that is what Kid Cudi created. You know what I mean? I don't I don't feel that. I don't see that. There are artists where I can be like that is like Kanye's here. Mm-hmm. This artist is here. Mm-hmm. Or even, I mean, now we're starting to see it where it's like Drake is here and other artists want to be like Drake and Kendrick is here and other artists, like we're seeing where that and I don't see that with Kid Cudi and it's also not to say that that's a problem. Like, I think like, and we can talk about it forever and we could keep talking in circles about it, but it's like the, my issue with Kid Cudi has always been that people want to try to like put him up there in the top five MCs or top five like hip hop artists and that's just not, in my opinion, that's not the case, and it and that's okay. Like yeah. he, like I could throw this album on the the album we're talking about now, Intergalactic. Like I could put this on in the background and be perfectly, perfectly happy. And if it is the soundtrack to a visual product, again, that's great. But we're not talking about uh, we're not. It's like it's not a rap album, and that's fine. Yeah. It doesn't have to be. Yeah, it does not have to be. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think even in my placements of songs I liked in terms of what playlist I put them in. I didn't really put any of these songs into a hip hop playlist. I put them more into like a broad music playlist of songs that I enjoy. And again, there's nothing wrong with that in the first, like there's really nothing wrong with that, but um, it's just, I think that when we're looking at the most interesting legacies in hip hop, I think that Kid Cudi might be one of the more, if not the most interesting um, or complex uh legacy that we look at i think that's the perfect word for it yeah um what do you favorite? do i have anything else to say i don't think i have anything else to say do you have anything else to say not not like th- like not in particular about this project i think that ty dollar sign has two really nice features i agree um and like the song the closest song that's like a straight rap song can't believe it with two chains i don't like yeah, I don't. So, I didn't like that one either. Um, so it kind of like speaks to. I am not listening to Kid Cudi for bars. I'm listening to Kid Cudi to make me feel a certain way. Yeah, I. And it's like very ethereal. It's very like big music, and I like that. One one thing I do want to add on to with the feature conversation that we're having now is I kind of, I think I expected more out of Don Tolliver on with the two Don Tolliver features. I expected him to have more of a presence, and it was kind of like, um for a lack of a better comparison, it was kind of like Drake on that first part of Sicko Mode where you're like, you want more and it just cuts off or like it's not as yeah. extensive as you'd want it to be. Um, I think that's my only other criticism to add to yours. Uh, so I think it's time to get to favorite songs. What are your favorite songs? I like the the intro, Galactic theme. Mm-hmm. I like Angel. Um, I like Willing to Trust. 
I like she's looking for me and that's it. Yeah. So she's yeah, she's looking for me, uh, willing to trust Angel and the intro. Yeah, I agree. I think the only other song that I add is Can't Shake Her. Um, Willing to Trust and Can't Shake Her are both with Ty Dolla Sign on it. So shout out Ty Dolla Sign, one of the best feature artists of all time. Um, I think that's safe to say. Is that was that was that a reach or was that a safe? Not not safe for us. Like not like he's us. he's he's got like a ten year run right now where like he he can work with anybody. You yeah. know what I mean? And really like show up and show out. So. I don't like he can he was working with Fifth Harmony making their songs sound good. He has a great feature on Max album Divine Feminine. He's on Lemonade with Vince this year. Like he's very versatile and I think I he's extremely talented. I can't I can't and then I'll wrap it up after this. I can't think of one time I left the Ty Dollar Sign feature with like I I needed this this just didn't get the job done. No, I agree. All right. Um thank you for watching. This has been episode 322 of the Cat Podcast. Share your thoughts about Intergalactic in the comments below. Also, talk about uh, Kit Cuddy's legacy in the comments below if you have any thoughts on that. Where should we, um, the Cat Podcast, place him in terms of our legacy debate? I, well, it wasn't really a debate. It was a discussion, but you know what I mean. Uh, do us a favor. Hit the like button. Subscribe to the channel. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Old Milk Media. Check out the Old Milk Spence playlist on Spotify and YouTube. And check out all the Old Milk content on oldmilk.co. Um, it was a busy weekend, but we got through it together, and I'm proud of us. And for that being said, we are out.